You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I was just working on my taxes. That's that's all I was doing. I mean, I know how it looked. This is really awkward. Well, I know. I mean, and I know it looked kind of weird. And it's true. Both of my roommates were gone. And I was sitting alone in the living room. And I did forget what was on the computer, but I mean, I'm telling you, I was working on taxes. I just happened to take a break to look something that up. That doesn't That's sound all. like you were working on taxes. No, but that, I was. I was working on taxes. That isn't just, the way you do taxes at all. Well, no, it is. It just, it looked bad. I'm telling you, it was okay. I'm, oh man, this is terrible. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. Um, all right, I'm going to explain. I'm going to explain yeah, I this. Yeah, I need some explanation on I this. I feel like I need to explain this just to get this out there and, and talk about this. Uh, before I do that, I do want to remind everybody, of course, go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. If you're going to be doing any shopping via Amazon, if you're doing a whole bunch of buying for work or something like that, say you're in an office and the office manager is like, hey, we need to furnish a whole brand new office. You know the best way to do that is to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. And I just and want to state for the record that Greg has had no juice today. I don't know what is going on over there. Uh. Uh, a lot of coffee. A lot of, a lot coffee. of coffee. A lot of coffee. Is that where all the coffee went? Of, I made the coffee. A lot and of coffee. One cup. A lot of sparkly water too. I'm kind of riding high today. Whoa! Slow down there, cowboy. I got a problem. Uh, so, so, uh, but yeah, you know, just go to uh, funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link, and then buy to your heart's content. Take that company credit card. And you just buy whatever you want by just going to our website and clicking on that Amazon link. It's all a work expense. That's the thing. That's the key to it. Yes. I heard that, you know, if you use it for work expenses, there's absolutely no uh, monetary no, limit. <laughs> no monetary limits on what you can spend. I mean, if you doubt that, you could check with uh, our tax guy, Gilbert, at H&R Block. He, he would probably be able to clarify that for you. But as my, if I were giving advice, that's what I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, we have him to double check with. So Gilbert, H&R Block, of course, is our tax representative. You're just going for it. I like it. Greg's just he like. Is, well, now that you called it out, now it now it ruined my seamless transition. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Yes, it, was, it was such perfection before it I was, talked. It was a work of art is what you were witnessing a there. A verbal work of art. A verbal work of art right in your ears, and then, then you just like <laughs> tanked it right at the beginning. Uh, H&R Block, Gilbert, he takes care of all of our taxes. He really is wonderful, and I'm going to explain why I'm talking about him, but give him a call, 503-233-0447, 503-233-0447. H&R Block, he'll take a look at your taxes. They can take a look at like your last two years of taxes and find where maybe you've made a mistake and you're missing money, and so they will get you more money. They'll find the they'll find the loopholes. They'll find all of them. Okay. They'll find everything that you need to know, and that's why he's great to go to. Gilbert at H and R Block. I like how you just keep talking because you're trying to avoid the beginning of what you started talking about. (sighs) All right, fine. I'll explain it. So here's what happened yesterday. I was actually working on preparing documents to send in to Gilbert to get the taxes done because I mean we've talked about this before where my. My personal tech, we have not only the business, Fun Employment Radio, which thank you everyone for supporting us. We've got that. But then I've also got on my personal side, just because I'm independently employed, I have like 18 million different 
little forms of income to try to make life work. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I have to do. And, you know, and that's fine. But it, when, it come, when it comes down to taxes, it gets very complicated. Oh, yeah. I just got my uh, form from being an extra in Portlandia for like a second. No. Oh. Like, <laughs> you still have, like every little thing that you do, you know, you get one of your yeah. the form things to fill out. Yeah. I don't even know how many 1090s and all that, or W9s, whatever, all that stuff that I've got. I've got a stack of them. So, I was trying to go through some of that stuff last night. So I was at my house, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I have my house there in Southeast Portland. I've got two oh, roommates. You have your house there, do you? I've got the I've got the two roommates, and you know, w- with that, that's fine. That helps everybody out. But they both happened to be gone last night, so I kind of had the living room to myself. It's like you know what, I'm going to work on some some taxes. I have to do this, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sit down. I could luckily I can put something on the television while I'm doing that. And so I put on some Sopranos, which I'm rewatching that series. Mm-hmm. By the way, still for me, I think it's still the best series of all time. I think it's the best television series. That's Ever. so bold, you saying something that millions of other people have declared I, before. No, it's not necessarily. A lot of people don't think think uh, like Breaking Bad or The Wire has uh, surpassed Sopranos. I'm saying Sopranos is still there. Sopranos is still still up there. It's still number one for me. I'm, that's all I'm t- that's all I'm saying. Why? What would be number one for you? Beverly Hills Nano Two One Zero. Oh, see, well, there. Okay, this says everything you need. No, to No, actually, about I would us. say my favorite. That says everything you need to know about the host of Fun Employment Radio. My favorite show of all time would probably one that I can watch over and over again would probably be Twin Peaks, and also really Star Trek: Next Generation. I have lots of them. It depends on the mood. No, that's the whole point. It's not naming everything you like and saying, "Well, they're all my favorites." No, if you had to pick one, one series, it can be whatever kind of genre you want. One television series. What to would watch be your forever? Sure, to watch forever. What would be your number one? I would have to go with Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two One Zero then. <laughs> Because there's so many things. Like if I'm if I'm looking for a scary episode, I can find you know. Like oh the, my god, a scary nine hundred two. Yeah, like I can find like one of the Halloween ones or like one of the stalker ones. What, if I'm looking for what like, was this scary nine hundred two one zero episode? Um, I've I lost my debit this. card. And, uh, they didn't have debit cards in 1994. Okay? Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. Um, their their one car was in the shop. If so I'm they looking had to drive for like a sad one, there could be like when uh, my Ferraris in the shop. Uh, there's just all kinds of, There's lots of diversity In episodes of Beverly Hills 90210 Okay So I feel like I could get uh, The most bang for my buck Okay mm-hmm. Alright that's that's. And so you would go out Of all TV shows you There's algae in the poo We can't use it for a day and, uh, I don't even know What you're trying to these do are, over there. I'm trying to think of Like scary situations In 90210 Like what would have them Freak out There was a big fire Kelly was trapped in a fire There was a Donna the maid, had a stalker The maid called in sick to work Donna was also held at gunpoint By another stalker For some reason Donna got stalked a lot Who would want to st- Donna was uh, uh, Kelly had a single white female stalker From uh, when she was in her drug wait, rehabilitation program Donnie was uh, the uh, Donna Donna <laughs> Donna That was uh, Aaron Spellings That was Tori, Tori Spelling, Spelling. Yes. Okay yeah Why would anyone stalk her uh, because I mean, I'm just, she was I'm very just, I'm going to be honest. Donna Martin. I'm just going to be honest. I mean, you have <laughs> Tiffany Amber Theosin's on there, and then you have Donna. She only came in in season five, though. Oh, okay. She replaced after uh, after I mean, Shannon I, Doherty got kicked off for being a total bitch. Everyone has their own uh, wonderful things to them, but seriously, between Tiffany Amber Theosin and and. Well, why Spelling. do you think Tori Spelling got it? It's because her dad was the creator and executive producer. Yeah. So I mean. 
like she got the you know she got the good end of the stick on that one because her brother Randy Spelling only got to play her like <laughs> Randy Spelling. Randy Spelling played Steve Sanders like uh, like bastard brother only for like two or three episodes. Like you could tell Aaron Spelling didn't really like his son, but he's just like Tori. Everything's got to be about you, Tori. You're Randy. So and of course, Tori Spelling during that time was a notorious like party girl and like like whore all over Hollywood basically. Uh-huh. But on nine hundred two and she played a virgin. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So that's why everyone wanted to steal Donna Martin's virginity. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. I, I wouldn't be in the running for that one. I'm, I'm going to say. Uh, real quick question before we get back to actual serious matters: Is it Tiffany Amber Theason or Theason? I thought it was Theason. Is but it you're, you're embellishing, so I don't know. It's like I don't know. It's like you're measuring because because it's spelled out. It's like a Theason. Yeah. I like to measure my Theasons. Tiffany Amber. Oh, Thiessen? Is that how you say that? Oh. I, that's what I thought. I need to know, you know, you for just, the inevitable day when you we were meet. Just gloriously just, you know, giving her all sorts of... Well, yeah, I mean, that's... I'm saying, anyway, uh, certainly, certainly versus Donna. Anyway, 90210, that would be yours. Sopranos is mine. So I can rewatch it and uh, at any point. I can still enjoy it, but I don't have to pay that much attention because I already know what's going on. Mm. So that's, it's a good show for me to get some work done. And last night I was doing the work and we still had, like, Sarah had to hand off the little dog she's been dog sitting. Oh, Sophie. To me, which is Sophie. And Sophie, the little Yorkshire Terrier, I think is what we figured out. Uh, Yorkie. As I think she's a little Yorkie. Little Yorkie. Anyway, she's, she's the most tiny. ridiculous looking like, thing. Tiny. Tiniest dog I've ever been around. Like, you're scared that you're going to squish her. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and so we're she was over at my house because Sarah was was working her side job. So I I took her and then our, our buddy Armain was going to come pick her up when he got back into town. So been dog sitting and all that stuff. And so it was me and and two dogs and then uh, and watching some Sopranos doing some tax stuff. But here's the thing: when I watch a television show. I do find myself doing this, and I don't know if I'm the only person that does this. I like I like to have a computer in front of me. I like to have a laptop. And if I see something in the show, it's a, especially it's a good way for me to distract myself from doing taxes. It's a good way to procrastinate. I'll be like, oh, what's the history of this? And something that they bring up randomly in the show. And I'll look up like history things. Or since I'm watching Sopranos, I'll be like, oh, they reference some mobster. Wh- who was that? Was that a real person? Oh, my gosh, that was a real person. And I'll look these things up. But then... Oh, Sometimes, God, what did you do? Well, I was looking. I, you know, there's they have different actors and actresses in there that uh, appeared. A lot of a lot of people guest starred on Sopranos, and there was one lady who was a guest star on there and who was playing. Uh, sorry, spoilers, spoilers. Uh, Christopher's wife, <gasps> and not Adriana. Not oh, Adriana. Gosh. Adriana, don't don't even get me started about. Don't, Adriana. I don't want to get you started on it. Don't don't start. Don't start. Uh, anyway, no, this was the the girl who was playing his wife towards the end. And I was like, she looks familiar. I feel like I've seen her in something else, but I don't know. So I decided to do some journalistic investigating oh, God. on my computer. And I looked up, you know, Sopranos episode. And then I looked up, you know, Christopher's wife. And then I found out her name. And then I was looking her up. And then I was like, okay, well, I need to see what else she's been in. So I went to the image section and it's on Google Images and I typed in her name and I pulled up. She's a very attractive woman and uh, has a lot of pictures of herself in very uh, 
In very, various states of undress. Various states of undress and in different dresses. But they're for movies, you know, for acting stuff. All right, who is this person? Her name's Cara Buono. Okay. Cara Buono. And she has been in a ton of stuff. Um, but I, So I, I had this page pulled up on my computer. And my laptop. And you're so creepy. And then, then you know, I got a knock at the door right then. It was our man. He was back. He was there to pick up uh, Sophie, the dog. And I was like, oh, hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I was working on taxes. And then he was, where he was standing, he could clearly see my laptop. And he just kind of looked at my laptop. I was like, huh, that's what taxes look like, huh? And I was like, oh. Uh, oh, oh yeah! Oh um, my God, so Greg! I forgot that was on my screen because it was just such a quick thing I was doing. And then, well, if it was on your main screen, that's not a quick thing you're doing, and that's not taxes. Are uh, you kidding? No, me? it wasn't taxes. I took a break to look up who Carabuano was, and <sighs> so like sitting there, like like breathing heavy and looking at pictures of her from Google image searches. Uh, yeah, uh, oh whoever just posted God. a picture in the chat that's that's not her. Uh, no, I don't think that's I don't think that's her. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, that's that's what happened. And so so the problem was, though, right then, because it took me a second to understand what he was saying. And then I looked at the screen and I I did like a brief panic. Oh, my God. It's like, oh, uh, well, I was watching Sopranos and then uh, I was trying to figure out uh, who oh, Christopher's God, wife was because I thought that I had seen her in a movie before. And I, I, I thought I had seen her in something else. And and I panicked. Oh, my God. I panicked. And that's and that's that's what happened. How creepy did you just look? I I I know. You look like remember when we got like you were just oh my god, you know what? This is instant karma from Mark Curry. Do you remember when you were making fun of him like a month ago? Yes. When he was when he opened his yes. iPad and his like his porn was on there? Yes. But in all fairness, I wasn't watching porn. All right. There wasn't porn on there. It was just uh, I'll I'll post the picture if you're in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com. Uh, somebody already slash posted live. a picture. Um, no, well, here I'll post. That's the picture that was on my screen. It was there's several where she went to a movie premiere where she had this dress with not a whole lot of skin covered. <sighs> so it was a whole bunch of pictures of that. Oh my god, I'm associated with you. Armin isn't just a friend; he's also like you know. Yeah, I know. We work with him. Yeah, I know. Oh man. No, <laughs> I know. I mean, the How problem did you was. Leave it. Did you just like look all spazzy and like give him his dog and then he left? Like, he's coming on the show this week. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, I wasn't How doing anything you... wrong. I wasn't doing anything wrong. It kind of feels like you were doing something wrong. No, I just... I was... I mean, all I was was... I was trying to figure out where I knew her from because she looked really familiar. And then... And then those were the images that came up. She was in Beer League. and I think th- what makes it creepy isn't uh, the fact that you were looking her up. It's uh-huh. the fact that you claimed to be doing taxes. Oh, but I was doing taxes. I just Nobody took a break. Nobody believes you. You took a break. You d- No, he walks in and you say, oh, I'm just doing taxes. He looks at your computer screen. It's just a whole bunch of pictures. <laughs> God, you look psycho. I was just Googling. I was just Googling. <sighs> Turns out she's been in a lot of stuff. N- nothing I've <laughs> I watched though, but she was in Mad Men. She's in ER and Law and Order. So I probably have seen her from somewhere before. Oh my god. <sighs> yeah, so I got caught doing that. And I again, it's not like there was something untoward going on. 
You know, it's not my fault she happens to be a very attractive lady. And when I looked her up, those were the images that popped like, up. If you knew he was coming over, why couldn't you just like put a pin in it? Be like, <laughs> oh, let me write down her name and then I'll look at her name afterward. Because my computer was right there and I either have QuickBooks up, which is boring and I hate doing that side. Or I could just go, oh, tab over. Oh, let's look up who this is. And that's what it was. And I didn't tab back over to the QuickBooks tab. Because there was the no QuickBooks No, there tab. was. I assure you there was. But I was trying to find every excuse to... <laughs> to procrastinate and not do it because I hate doing it. Um, yeah, so that's what happened. Wow, Greg. Yep. And All then right. I tried. Well, I can't to wait to bring away. that up to Armaine this week <laughs> 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 to see what he thought. Like, don't you cannot say anything. I want to ask his thoughts. No, gonna... I can't sit here like in silence. Yes. No, I am not. I refuse to do that. Well, it's all right if you try to overexplain. It's going to make you look even worse. So yeah, do that. I'm not going to sit here in silence while he like. What did you think Greg was doing? Like I'm. Did you think you were interrupting Greg? No, it's not anything like that. It's there's straight up Google Images. You type in her name, go to Google Images, and then that's what comes up. That's all it is. And then I had like her IMDb page up on a different page, but uh, that one wasn't the one that was up. Oh was my god! One. <laughs> How many windows did you have up committed to this girl? Two. At her IMDb page, and then Google Images to see. Our friend Shockwave in the chat says, "Greg's caught looking at a picture of a clothed woman on the internet. His world is over." (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Only you. Like it's fun to mess with you because I can totally convince you that you've done something wrong. I didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. I was just looking up who she was. All right. How would you feel if the she is quite attractive? All right. How would you feel if the role was reversed? What? Let me ask you this. If you're going over to somebody's house, like one of your guy friends' houses, uh-huh. you walk in and he's like, oh, and like you're dropping something out for picking something up. And he's like, oh, I'm just busy working on my taxes. And you see his computer screen <laughs> and it's covered with women. You totally think you walked in on him playing with himself, don't you? No, I would not think that. What would you think? Not from somebody just uh, compared to what like I was doing. No, I would not assume someone was in there. If they had, like, porn up or something, then, right. yeah. What would you think if someone said, oh, no, I'm just working on my taxes, but you look at their screen, clearly they're lying. Oh, yeah, I would rip the shit out of somebody. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I would I would absolutely make fun of it. Okay. Yeah, but that's different. That's different. How is that different? That's somebody else. That's not me. Okay. All right, well, I'm very much looking forward to, uh, I believe we're going to have Armin on this Thursday. Uh, the same day as our bingo night, because, of course, Armin uh, works for PBR, and PBR is our fine sponsor yes. of our Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night, which is happening on Thursday, February 25th, free to play at Landmark Saloon, four Yes, hope to see everybody out there. These kinds of things um, really help us out a lot as a show. So, yeah, it'll be at Landmark Saloon this Thursday, February 25th. Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night presented by Pabst Blue Ribbon. Oh, I'm so excited for Thursday. Well, because of bingo and because of And we've of got Pabst. a great uh, big prize, too, from Asylum. We have, yeah, we have multiple, uh, multiple Multiples. Prizes. Multiples. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm super excited for Thursday because I've been working my um, one of my side jobs because Greg and I have a billion different side jobs that we do, um, which is kind of fun. But, I mean, and when it comes time for taxes, it's a pain in the ass like we've talked about. Mm-hmm. But yesterday I was working at one of my jobs and um, where I work as a... Uh, I've talked about this before where I work as a banquet bartender. Right. So it's a lot of like moving things around. I mean, it's basically, I was telling Greg this, it basically feels like CrossFit because you're just lifting things and moving things and carrying like Mm -hmm. carrying things. I'm like all bruised up and banged up from like moving things around. But it's, I I like it. It's a very, it's an interesting job. But um, yesterday I ended up working with somebody that I've never worked with before. 
And it was kind of embarrassing because I haven't had this pointed out in a while because usually this is only a problem that I have during the summer. Okay. Which is uh, my excessive sweating. Oh. Oh, yeah. I am. Yeah, you do have a bit of a sweating uh, issue. I'm so sweaty. Yeah. Like, I'm a sweaty person. I I can't wear, like, I've talked about this before. I don't care. I'm not embarrassed. I don't smell. I'm not a smelly sweater, but I'm just a, I'm a sweaty sweater. Mm -hmm. And, um, yep. And so like I can't wear co- I can't wear you know, like light colors because I sweat through it. Yeah, Basically, especially my, when you get nervous about something. When I get nervous, especially when damn, it's like, then you really sweat. Yeah, yeah, I do that um, when I'm doing when you know when it's really hot outside, like this past summer when it was you know around a hundred degrees for like two months. Mm-hmm. It, I was miserable. Mm-hmm. I was miserable and I was melting. I just was it. It was so yeah. uncomfortable for me. The best thing though, you never let anyone know that you were uncomfortable. You never said a word, I not know. a peep. Not a peep the entire time I did you complain about being about being hot. Thank you for giving me the respect I deserve. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yep. uh, never, so another never. time that I... That, Mum's the word. That I profusely sweat a lot is when I'm doing an excessive amount of physical labor, which is what a lot of um, my job entails. It's like moving a lot of tables and you're like setting up and breaking down rooms. Like it's mm-hmm. carrying tables that are way too big for me, but you know, you just have to set them up, get them all in there, whatever. That's the job. So I was working with this guy I'd never worked with before, uh, and we were like setting up all the tables. And it was so embarrassing because I'm sitting there and I'm doing just fine. I'm not like breathing heavy. I'm not doing anything. <sighs> like I'm not just I'm not complaining. I'm not like oh my back hurts or oh I'm tired. I need a break. I'm just like I'm working my ass off. Yeah. So I'm like I'm busting us. We're like getting we're carrying up these tables like two at a time to set up for like this big event that's happening today, and the guy looks at me because I don't really know him. He's just like. Man, you're you're sweating pretty badly. Do you want to go ahead and take a break? Oh, it was your so coworker awful. said that. Yes, well, he isn't my coworker. He's from another um, another place. Like he was just filling in temporarily. But he was your coworker that day. He was my coworker that day, and we were working. And I like, oh, ah, are you all right? Yeah, and he of course was like, you know, <laughs> he's all like, well, like very fancy, like a, the, and she's like all not sweaty, and you know, all like par- perfectly tailored. And while I'm all like frumpy and sweaty. <laughs> I'm like, it's all right. You're doing good. (laughs) Me stack tables now. And he's like, oh, you don't look so good. He's like, oh, we can take a, we can take five if you want to go grab some water. Oh, wow. That's embarrassing. So, So, I mean, what can I do? Why would you say, why would he say that? I don't You're an know. adult. If you needed a break, you could have gone. I could have said, it? like, hey, I need a break. Yeah. I know. I know. Oh, that sucks. I know. That's. I would never say that to someone. And I wasn't. It's like, I'm not too easily bothered, but. So I didn't say anything. I wasn't just. I wasn't offended because I do sweat a lot. And maybe it was jarring. <laughs> I don't know. It was upsetting. Maybe he thought. Physically it was- and visually. I mean, it was <laughs> disturbing, you know? No, but he but like that's looked all. at me. He looked at me as if like, like not a little. He looked at me. He's like, "Whoa!" I mean, stomach like, was a little queasy. You're, you're sweating a lot. The sight of it was upsetting. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, that was. I'm like, no, I don't need a break. So I mean, and usually I can take breaks, but that day, all day yesterday for my, I think nine hour shift, I did not take a single goddamn break just to prove a point. I'm like, nope. Look at me. I'm like, I'm working hard. I'm How not even tired. How much did you sweat though? Oh, I only saw okay, when did, I was, was moving there a the problem things. though? And then the sweat calmed down. Okay, did you run into any issues though where you dripped sweat on things? No, no. As soon as I was done on? moving, it was like well before the event, and uh-huh. I was fine. 
Okay. After that, but it was during the the process of yeah, it's a, it's it's a, it's a lot of moving things. Yeah. Yeah. I'll basically like from my Fitbit, like I'll keep track of how much I walk during like the course of the thing, and it's about seven or eight miles. So I'm moving a lot mm-hmm. and carrying stuff. While That's good. I'm, You're getting exercise. I'm getting exercise. Yes, and working on my bingo wings, carrying stuff. Trying to get rid of those. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but the excessive sweating was very embarrassing. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of sweat. You don't know that. Well, I will. Yes, You're I've worked with it. you for six years. I know your sweat. Mm. I I know when you sweat, and I sweat too. I will say, probably you're a more visual sweater. Like I'll I'll sweat. My shirt will get sweaty for sure, and I, and I will sweat quite a bit more than an average person. You you're next level. I am next not level next sweater. level. You're the same sweatiness as I am. I think yours shows up more on your face I, than I mine does. I'm a face sweater. Yeah, I'm an underarm torso sweater. I wish, my uh, torso gets really sweaty. I would rather sweat on my torso than on my face. Yeah. I hate sweating on my face. Yeah, yeah. Yours, it really shows. Thanks, Greg. It's really. I mean, no, it's fine, though. It's not anything. People need to get used to looking at it. And that's their problem for not accepting you for your excessive, you know, jarring, upsetting sweat that <laughs> appears on your face. <laughs> I mean, it looks unnatural, Whatever but I mean, that's just the body. You know what it is? What? That's the body's, you know, your eye naturally looks at something that's not natural and gets upset. That's just human nature. No, and I try but they, to... sh- they, they need to fight that urge because it is. It's okay that you're that sweaty. Like I try to do everything. I try to dehydrate you know, myself to try and be like less sweaty. I try to like super hydrate during myself. During evolution, be... it was probably a weakness of some kind that people would notice, like get away, sickly, you know. Um, this <laughs> won't survive in the clan, like one of those kinds of things. But, you know, we're in a modern generation right now, and sweaters are okay, too. Sweaters are people, too? Yep, you're just like everybody else. So we're weird guys who get caught looking at porn by our sponsors. <laughs> I was not looking at porn. Come on. Unless she's it. Well, no. I mean, no, I was not looking at porn. Well, we don't know how many other windows that you had open. You might have been looking up. I was QuickBooks. It was not that exciting. Oh, hello, my friends. Greg. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Okay. First up, have a story out of Florida. This has to do with pizza. Mmm, pizza. I'm kind of hungry, actually, now that I thought about that. Out of Palm Coast, Florida. Well, now, there's been problems in a Florida pizzeria after a fight broke out when an order of garlic knots arrived with cheese on the top of them. Doesn't that seem like a Florida fight? Wait, why wouldn't you want... Because they didn't Isn't want that cheese the bonus? on the top of their garlic knots. Yeah, but if you get the garlic knots, I mean, usually probably cheese would be extra. So if cheese came on there and I didn't order it, I'd be like, bonus. All right. Sweet. Well, this woman seems very rational on so many levels about why she got mad about it. So, yeah. so she was very angry after her order of garlic knots arrived with cheese on the top. Okay. Now, uh, this 25-year-old woman, Florida woman, named Jessica Conti... Spoke to the manager and they worked it out and she got a new order? She did speak to the manager, demanding her money back this past weekend. But then she received her money back, but was angered... But that wasn't enough. 
when the clerk put her money on the counter in what Conti considered a disrespectful way. <laughs> oh, he was disrespecting her. Oh, so Jessica Conti felt like her returned money Dissoner. was disrespected Uh-oh. to her. So uh, then reported that Jessica threw a fit. And then three men ran in who were friends with Jessica Conti. You know, one of the most important things for me in, in life is to be respected by the clerk at the pizza place when I'm asking for a re- refund. That's that's all anybody wants. Yeah. I mean, that's not out of line, Greg. Yeah, I mean, I would be so pissed. Mm-hmm. Well, three men then stormed into the pizza place. It was called the Palm Coast Pizza. And knocked over a fax machine and also <laughs> threw a cash register off the counter. They also grabbed food and threw it along with pizza boxes all over the restaurant. Now, they left before deputies arrived, but someone at the restaurant was able to identify them. Deputies soon tracked them down and arrested them. Now, Conti, along with Vincent Conti, don't know if that's husband or brother. Oh. Maybe father. I'm going to go with father. I'm thinking, looking at the picture, boy, it's hard to tell. Uh, Harim Jones and Sean Cody. All four of them were charged with uh, burglary and criminal mischief. They were released from jail. However, it is unclear whether or not they have hired lawyers. They're hiring attorneys because they threw a fit because they got their money back because the order was wrong? Mm. Okay. Well, because the the pizza person was disrespectful, Greg. The bottom line is, yeah. Listen to me when I'm talking. How much does that person respect them now, though? I mean, he learned his lesson. Yeah, the cash register person is probably like, holy shit. I respect them so much I right now. I was in the wrong the way I put that money down. I totally respect them. Mm-hmm. I can always tell when I'm hungry when I'm looking up stories because uh, there are You're lots of food. What? No. Okay. I'm not sweating. Am I sweating right now? I'm not sweating. Um. No, I did my makeup because I'm I'm going. No, I guess that's not sweat. This. No. It's not sweat. Okay. Yeah. No, you're not sweating. It's a little jarring. That's all. All right. Next up. Shut <laughs> up. Next up, the the UK is biggest. Now, are you a fan of spam? No. Uh, well, and I say that only because like spam the food. You're yeah, talking spam about? is kind of delicious. Um, it's very salty. I haven't really had it very much. I'll be honest. Have and you just had fried the look spam? of it doesn't. Lead me to want to eat it's it. Potted meat. It's delicious, yeah. salty potted meat. It just doesn't really the the look and the yeah. Have you had spam with like macaroni and cheese? No. Oh, that's real good. No, that's I believe I have good. had spam at one point somewhere. I think you'd like spam. I don't think I would. All right. Well, even if you don't, there's a guy in the UK who is such a fan of spam that he has decided to change his middle name. <coughs> Do I love spam? Wow. That's, Does uh, he work for spam he or sure is he an owner? So his name is Mark Benson. Well, now it's uh, Mark I Love Spam Benson, 41 years young, from Liverpool. Cannot get enough spam and puts meat into his breakfast meals every single day. Now, the dad of two, who I'm sure is not at all embarrassing to his children, also no. cooks recipes using spam up to five times a week and has an extensive collection of memorabilia including a spam can suit that he loves to wear, along with spam flip-flops that say spam indented on the bottom of them. So when he walks on the beach, it, it says spells spam. It out spam. Wow. And all of his... Oh, we need those with, like, Fun Employment Radio logos. Oh, that's good. Um, so Mark decided to take his devotion to spam one step further when he formally decided to declare his middle name and had it legally changed to be I Love Spam. 
Yes, being nerded in the chat here. See, Jeff says I'm more of a ribeye filet mignon kind of guy. There's spam and uh, spam and lemons. Yeah, spam just does not look good. I'm I'm chicken and fish. Chicken and fish. That's that's more my 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 deal. More your jam. It's more my jam. Yeah. Well, even his partner Ann Mosley, 32 years young, and his daughters Evie and Millie, also have fallen in love with spam. It's just potted like leftover parts of meat, right? I Isn't that how spam is made? All, all I know is, is it even real meat? I don't. I think so. I mean, I I really don't know. Is it like made to look like meat? I know that it's really like it's Ran salted. Canned, oh, it's pre-cooked meat products. Okay. Yeah, so it is meat products. It's ham meat. Okay, ingredients are pork shoulder meat with ham meat added. Salt water potatoes. Sugar. And sodium nitrate. Ugh. Well, Mark does love his spam. As a, I guess it's been a family love. His grandfather was a giant spam fan. His father himself. A long line of spam family. fans. Family tradition. Now, Mark, I love Span Benson. Uh, what a lovely Benson. family tradition that's been passed down through generations. We're all spam lovers. Well, he has filled his entire home with spam memorabilia, yes, with posters on the walls and tins and products throughout his home. He even likes to dress as a spam can every year for Halloween. <laughs> Just poor kids. Yeah, so, How many uh, kids does he have? Two. Uh, a spam spokesperson, though, is very happy that people like Mark... I love Spam Henson. Well, yeah, uh, Benson sure he exists, is. And the Spam spokesperson says, as you can imagine, Spam brand has many fans across the world, but Mark really stands out when it comes to going that extra mile. <laughs> His enthusiasm for the great taste of Spam products is wonderful to hear. We uh, especially love, of course they do, we especially love that his children and colleagues are now Spam fans after his boundless enthusiasm has rubbed off on them. They really look forward to, they're going to um, officially indoctrinate Mark I Love Spam Benson as a true spam ambassador. Oh my God. To let local people in Liverpool and all over the world <laughs> know about how delicious spam really is. A spam ambassador. Spam ambassador. Everyone has their goals, man. Yeah. If Mark I Love Spam Benson wants more, to be more a spam ambassador. Who are we to take that away from him? What about when the scandal happens, though? When Mark I Love Spam Benson does something terrible? What, he, like, murders his wife and then creates her in, well, like, I wasn't Spam? Ca- oh, my God, that's really then, like, dark. like, carts around, he's just like, you're my Spam wife. That's, in- that's incredibly dark. No, I wasn't going to go that mommy, far. Don't eat mommy, little girls. Don't eat mommy. <laughs> what the? What's wrong with you? <sighs> All right, Greg, I do have something actually from one of your dorky websites. I was very excited when I found this. What do you mean, dorky websites? Greg, what's a website that you usually find most of your uh, news information on? Is it one of your cryptozoology websites? Carabuano Image Search. Um, Ew. Yeah, I go to several different cryptozoology websites. Well, Greg, I did actually look at a cryptozoology website today, and there is startling news. What would have been more embarrassing, if I would have had one of my Bigfoot sites up, or if I would have had the Garibuano image search up? I think what you had is the more embarrassing of the two. Rather than one of my Bigfoot 
Yeah, then she you could ex- at least like pretend you were doing like research or something. That's you're just like sitting there lecherously looking at hundreds of pictures. I wasn't lecherously. Like you're not looking. even looking at one picture. I was you're not looking lecher- at a bunch of them. <laughs> Why do you imply lecherously? You have no idea. I was trying to see if I recognized her from any movies. Well, this headline... Now I think I've developed a thing for her because I've talked about her so much. Well, this headline reads, and it's quite jarring, so let me tell you. A woman in Illinois was startled after she claims to have seen a baby mothman. A baby mothman? A baby mothman! Okay, explain... She's from Shanahan, Illinois, and she says she encountered the unidentified flying creature in northern Illinois where she lives. Carol who's a 58-year-old retired Shanahan resident, whose last name was, of course, omitted for anonymity purposes, said she came upon the baby mothman. The baby mothman. Last week as she let her dogs out to use the facilities in her backyard. Do you want to explain who the mothman is? It's a giant guy that looks like a moth. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, it's got big wings, red eyes. It was in, like, Pennsylvania and, like, Virginia, I think. Well, now in Illinois. Yeah, okay. Now, Carol, 58-year-old retired Illinois resident, said, I turned on our patio light and done seen it. That's what she said. We keep a heated bird She said, bird bath. I done seen it? Uh-huh. We keep a heated bird bath on our patio. Is it possible this thing was getting a drink before I scared it into flight? I don't know. But how, claims, how big was the baby mothman? All right. Well, Carol describes the baby mothman as a <laughs> nine-inch winged creature with gray fur that did not admit any sounds. Carol goes on to describe the baby mothman, <laughs> saying... It was a baby mothman. Its wings were sort of like paper pages. It looked ghostly is the best way to describe it. Now, Carol says that she'd never seen she anything sure like it. sure it wasn't just a moth? Well, she is... She is sure that it was not a bat or a moth. Neither of those things. Well, okay. And Carol clearly states, it was not a moth or a bat. That's a direct quote. Okay, well, she said so. Carol also explains how she couldn't get any sleep that night after seeing the baby mothman. I was so bothered by what I had seen. It had played on my mind so much that what little sleep I did get contained a dream about the baby mothman. <laughs> All right. Well, there's uh, such thing as the white witch moth. <laughs> was a baby moth man. There's the white uh-huh. witch moth, okay. which is the largest known moth, uh, but it's in South America, uh, and it has been seen as far north as Texas. However, Carol knows for a fact that what she saw was not the white witch moth. Okay. Carol said, "Oh my uh, gosh, those things are huge." Yeah, uh, Carol said, "My personal white feeling." Witch moth. My personal feeling on on what it was is possibly it was a very small mothman creature. Uh, but, <laughs> so what made her leap to Mothman? I would have believed like, it was it was a witch moth, but not this time of the year, not in Illinois, no, giving her a Texas accent. A lot more likely to be, be a baby Mothman than a plus, white witch moth. Plus moth. the crazy flat pattern. The wings were very straight edge, but they fluttered when it moved. I did not see any eyes or a face. It was blank. It was strange, too. No antennas. Oh, my God. Now, the Mothman, a ghostly winged humanoid, was reportedly first seen in 1966 in West Virginia. The original report stated that five men were digging a grave at the local cemetery when they spotted the Mothman three days later. Two different couples reported seeing a flying humid with red glowing eyes chasing their vehicles. Now, the creature is believed to be able to predict upcoming events that have a potential impact on human life. Uh Uh-oh. Now, Carol said, I wish I were a better sketch artist. 
But pretty much that's what I had seen. She basically just drew a stick figure with a two lines for wings. <laughs> and like a now, pacifier now or something. Imagine, if you will, it is now fluttering in the dark. This first is I serious? Saw, this is her story? Is Carol. First I saw it through the glass. First I seen it. First I saw it through the glass after I turned on the light. Then I opened the door for the dogs and I could still see it. No, I don't drink or take drugs. <laughs> Now, last month, a man in McLean County, Illinois, also has claimed to have seen uh, the flying mothman, although this one... Another claimed, baby mothman? He claimed that this was a headless mothman. <laughs> now, encounters with the, with the mothman, be it baby or headless, oh. around the world have been reported throughout the years, and some people believe that they are representatives of either angels or demons. But it was going for her bird bath. It was absolutely himself a drink not of water. the most logical explanation. It was a baby mothman. He's getting himself a drink of water. So there you go, Greg. Just wanted to let you know in case you missed that in your cryptozoology news. Thank you. The baby mothman is alive and well. <laughs> baby mothman. Baby mothman. Baby mothman, what are you doing here? <laughs> and that, my friend, you skit. your world you get. crazy. You get home now, baby mothman. <laughs> Way past your bedtime. What are you doing out here? Baby Mothman, I thought I told you before. (laughs) Way past your bedtime. I want there to be a comic called Baby Mothman. (laughs) Baby Mothman, god dang it. Where he's always getting Get out of my bird bath, (laughs) Baby Mothman. (laughs) You get. Okay. Baby Mothman. Have you heard of the. Okay, I will say this. Just one other thing. This was something I was looking up yesterday. Is it about Bigfoot? No, it's not about Bigfoot, although maybe I'll talk about Bigfoot tomorrow. No, it's to. about what's happening in, in Forest Grove right now. Forest Grove, Oregon, which is a, a city just outside of a Portland uh, metro area. Yeah, what about it? The uh, strange sound what? that keeps happening. No, I'm serious. It came up as national news. Like, um, I've got it pulled up. Uh, the Washington Post has reported on it. They just reported it on, on Sunday. So there's this weird sound that people have been hearing at night in Forest Grove, and they haven't been able to explain where it's coming from. So, like what the police, weird sound? The, the police department, the fire department, Northwest Natural Gas—they've all been on it, and they they hear it. They've recorded it, and they cannot tell where it's coming from. But I guess it's so loud that it's it happens between ten seconds and several minutes at a time, and they can't explain where it's coming from. Uh, the natural gas said there's no leaks in any of their pipes, and that's not what it would sound like if that was it. If that were it. So they don't know. They don't know what is it is. Is it like those weird things that have been recorded, like coming from the sky? I don't know. Here, do you want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. This is, it's it's really jarring. So I'm going to do it kind of low. Um, just be prepared. It is It is actually kind of jarring. And this isn't like a joke. It, Wait, seriously? Yeah, seriously. Are you really? Are you messing no, with this No, this is from uh, KATU, Channel 2 News. What? All right, hang on. Like- so this is this is a guy, or, or, or it must be KATU. Recording it on his cell phone or something like that. I don't know. It's it's from one of his guys that put it out there. Uh, but it's a cell phone recording. So this guy's recording it while this sound is happening. And I guess this is what people are hearing in Forest Grove. And it's been happening for a couple of weeks, I think. What? What the hell? I'm keeping it low so you don't. All right, that's driving me crazy. Okay, yeah, so I'm, I'll stop it. But this was outside. So they've, 
and it's it's loud enough to where all over Forest Grove you can hear it. So it's not like one backyard. And it's been happening for a couple of weeks. It's like driving animals crazy. It's driving people nuts because they can't figure out where it's coming from. A Northwest Natural, the Northwest Natural Gas, said that a leaky gas line would sound like a tea kettle and would let off a smell. And they said all of their gas lines are underground there. There's no nearby railroad tracks. Um, they've had audio experts come out try to try to determine it. And they said it sounds like some sort of pressurized gas or air through a fitting or a valve or something, but it's not um, – there's nobody reporting anything like that, and it's so loud that they can't quite figure out why it would be uh, being that loud over everything. That is really weird. I'm just, I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying it that's what's like going on. It sounds like a merry-go-round that's kind of um, – But imagine it, though. I mean, that's not – It just goes on and on? Uh, well, and that's so loud, it's covering over the entire city. So it wouldn't be a Mario, go, you know, a Mario go round or anything like that. I don't know. And they said, yeah, it'll, it'll reportedly last anywhere from ten seconds to several minutes. And I think it's only been recorded at night so far. Yeah, I'm looking at this. There are a ton of stories about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's all over Forest Grove. Um, yeah, uh, Jeff is saying they have devices that that measure sound magnitude, and they've had, I guess, experts out there doing it. Yeah, I don't know. Clearly, not like tons of people, but. But yeah, it's intermittent, so it doesn't it doesn't happen very long. So they don't really have time to get get it'll last for a few few seconds to several minutes. So they don't know. Fire police and public works officials going. have been investigating the noise that's plaguing the community of twenty two thousand, but to no avail. Mm-hmm. At this point, we have no information. What would lead us to believe uh, what is happening? Some people are starting to believe the sound is coming from an alien mothership or a warning <laughs> sign of something to come. Well, yeah, you're going to get some of that. But, I mean, the bottom line is, though, they can't explain it. So they they really don't know where it's coming from. That's creepy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those noises, you know, where they'll hear, like, the... It sounds almost like a trumpet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, coming uh-huh. from the sky. Those things scare the crap mm-hmm. out of me. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that's what's happening. But instead of in, in Oregon, Forest we have a, a, a deadly recorder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But anyway... That is so it's, weird. It's, it's a legitimate news story. It's a pretty big news story right now. All right. Well, now I know what I'm going to be obsessed with all afternoon. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Trying to figure it out. We can go out to Forest Grove. We can do a recording of our own. That's weird. Does yeah. it happen every day? It doesn't say here. I mean, I don't think it happens every day. Otherwise, they'd start to, let's see, started keeping... It's being suggested that maybe it's Baby Mothman screaming for its Oh, it's, it's been happening for a few weeks. Yeah, it could be a Baby <laughs> Mothman. That is a good point. It's actually probably most likely a Baby Most Mothman. likely it's a Baby Mothman or mm-hmm. one that feels disrespected. And You're welcome, Forrest Grove. And that's, that's what it is. Yeah. So that's, that's entirely possible. It's probably most likely okay. what it is. But there we go. Anyway. Um, that is so weird. Let's do a little bit of ball talk here. Yeah, it's strange. I'm just I'm surprised you hadn't seen that yet. No, I've been kind of obsessed with. I'm reading surprised about it. I haven't heard about that at all. Mm-hmm. I look up, yeah, weird stuff every day. Yeah. The mystery sounds of Forest Grove. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Uh, let's talk balls. Balls. I don't know why Baby Mothman screaming for its mother makes me laugh, but it does. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Mothman, are you lost again? Baby Mothman, come in and have some spam. All right. You're so weird. Well, let's go to something that's even, well, probably more terrifying than that. Bed bugs and ghosts. The Kyrie Irving story. All right. So Kyrie Irving, point guard for the Cleveland Cavaliers. 
They were in town. The Cleveland Cavaliers were in town to play the Oklahoma City Thunder on Sunday. And most notably, Kyrie Irving was not playing. And the team said that he was out with flu-like symptoms. Well, now he has come out and said exactly why he was out. The reason he was out was because he got bed bugs at the Hilton. Oh, man. <laughs> His exact quote, Our team said I was out with flu-like symptoms. It was honestly from the bed bugs from the frickin' Hilton that we stayed at. Gross. He got bed bugs from the Hilton. And so that is why he was out. What sucks is they all travel together, too, on the same plane. Like, who's going to want to sit next to Kyrie Irving with his bed bugs? No. I mean, I'm his... sure that he didn't probably fly on the plane. Yeah, I don't know how they... I don't know what they did. I flew on a plane when I had bed bugs. Anyway, so I don't know what they did. But anyway, he said that... You are an evil person. You should not have admitted that. What was I supposed to do? Not fly on the plane? I'm not made of money. How to go home. Sometimes you got to do things you don't not proud of. All right, so a spokesperson for the Hilton said, unfortunately, every hotel occasionally has a case of bed bugs. This is one of those cases where a guest did bring in bed bugs to this particular room, and it was reported to us, fortunately, and we responded immediately and put the room out of order and all surrounding rooms to be inspected by a professional company. Um, but that's not the only thing that's happening at this room. So he received that, but also this apparently this hotel is known to be haunted. And it's haunted by... Let's see, what did they say the name of the ghost was? Um, well, I guess that it... Because the NBA, NBA teams used to all stay there when they would come through Oklahoma City, and now they don't. Um, so much so that the Chicago Bulls don't even stay there anymore because it freaked out Taj Gibson and Derek Rose so much. What? That they would hear these strange bangs and bumps when they were staying in the hotel, like people banging in the room... And uh, knocking on their door, and it freaked them out. And so they, so the I Chicago Bulls won't stay there. You just said that they heard people banging in their room. I think I said banging at their door, didn't I? No, no, you said banging in their room. Well, they heard people banging in their room, and so mm-hmm. that's what happened. It was clearly Baby Mom Man. So anyway, no, they they no longer stay at this hotel. So this is the Hilton in Oklahoma City. Anyway, haunted by ghosts, and it has bed bugs. Moving on. <laughs> Worst hotel ever. Worst hotel ever. Send us out there to prove us wrong. All right, so I feel like I have to report this just because it's in the news. Lamar Odom is doing better. Lamar Odom, of course, the former NBA player who went to a uh, one of the, the hooker ranches in Nevada and then did a bunch of drugs and OD'd. He's doing better, so much so that... There's talk. Him and Khloe Kardashian might be getting married again. Did you know that Khloe Kardashian has a show called Cocktails with Khloe? No, thank God. Cocktails spelled with a K, of course. Hey. Cocktails with Khloe. On a Wednesday episode, she reportedly got candid about possibly hitting the reset button on her marriage to her estranged husband, Lamar Odom. Her guests on the show were Carmen Electra, <laughs> JoJo. So she's keeping it classy with a K, too. Who's a, JoJo was... Oh, my God. Wasn't she like that one-hit wonder from like a long time ago? The little girl? Like the little Yeah, one? and it's not Casey and JoJo. It's just JoJo, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's who it is. Carmen Electra, JoJo, and Khloe Kardashian walk into a bar. That is 
that is absolutely there is a joke somewhere. Uh, so anyway, they were all hanging out with somebody named Ross Matthews. I don't know who that is, and she said it would be the best dream to marry Lamar again. Tune in to Cocktails with Chloe. Oh. Moving on to Ball Talk. Before we get to the final story, which is which is quite something. Uh, there has been a crazy bet proposed that is now starting to involve a lot of people. So there is a uh, professional gambler by the name of Dan Bilzerian. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> Please, come on. Come on. I'm trying I thought to, you were doing a pregnant pause. No, like, no. My, I actually do want to know the about story, The story Bulgarian. froze. The story froze. <laughs> okay. Poker player Bill Perkins, professional poker player, announced on Twitter that he has bet Dan Bilzerian couldn't bike from his house in California to past the Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada sign in under 48 hours. So each of them put up $600,000 of their own money to do this bet. And uh, he is going to, yeah, attempt to bike, ride his bike from California to, Va- to Las Vegas in 48 hours. Now, the thing here is now Joe Rogan has gotten involved. And on top of that, Lance Armstrong is now offering to tr- help train him to make this trek. <laughs> is it giving him the roids? <laughs> That was just weak, huh? Would you do it? Would you try to do it? No. You wouldn't even attempt it? No. That sounds miserable. That that long? I love riding my bike, but... If I didn't have to put up any money, I would totally try it. Well, if I didn't have to put up any money, and if I would have a chance of winning something, but yes, I would do it. He's got to do it by March 31st. Also, all of this Dan Bilzerian's pictures apparently are him with um, uh, multiple women. That's what he does, I guess. Oh. Good for you, Dan Bilzerian. Anyway, that's the bet. Moving on to Ball Talk. We'll go to this one. And it's something I probably should have recapped yesterday, but I'm just going to... I'm just going to explain what I can, and there is... There are multiple stories out there that I think people should look up. Remember a long time ago when I talked about how Rob Gronkowski of the New England Patriots mm-hmm. was going to be having a cruise? Oh, yeah. Well, that has happened. The Rob Gronkowski cruise happened over this last weekend. And it was all of the stories are cra- are crazy. So... Um, this was a cruise. I believe it was uh, people t- paid $800 each to go on this cruise. And by people, you mean lonely ladies. Not just lonely ladies, but a lot of lonely ladies. For the weekend cruise. So it was the Gronk family, the whole family, with 800, approximately 800 partiers. And then uh, Waka Flocka and Flo Rida and some comedians and other performers on there as well. And they hopped on this ship. They went to a place called Gronk Island. Oh, my God. The entire cruise, you can see pictures of this online. It is one giant 
exactly what you would think it is. It's like a giant spring break fraternity party kind of thing. Um, on Gronk Island. On Gronk Island. And, of course, your international waters. At one point, there is a recording of Rob Gronkowski on stage at a DJ booth on the ship where he offers ten grand to any couple that wants to come up on the stage and, and make love in front of everyone. Ten grand cash. I don't know if anybody picked him up on it or not. Um, pretty much every picture is every woman on board clamoring to be near Rob Gronkowski or one of the Gronk brothers. And there is, there is this recording that I feel like I have to play. This this woman voluntarily did this. So somebody on the ship, and there's multiple hours of these recordings where they went around and did interviews on the ship. And they found this one woman who decided to give an interview about her experience on the cruise. Now, clearly, she had been drinking a little bit. This is called the Gronk Cruise Day 1. I just want to play a little bit of the audio from it. This is on the stage. So you, why are you on the Gronk cruise? To sleep with Gronk. But you understand that, that that's tough. That's going to be tough. It might be tough because there's like way hotter chicks than me, but I'm hoping I'm a little bit more freaky than them. <laughs> How are you going to sleep with Gronk? How, like, how's he going to Waka flocka. They come back to this girl. <laughs> That's Waka Flocka on stage. Uh, I'm sorry. It's all basically these drunk girls. They look like they're all in their mid-30s. When I was outside, I did. I flashed. I flashed. Who'd you flash? Gronk. Oh, while he was on stage? He saw. What do you think Gronk thought about your boobs? He waved. How did you flash with that dress, though? Not this dress. I changed. Oh, I see. So you've changed since the, the show? Yeah. Duh. These aren't... These, uh, I'll say this. These aren't young girls. These are, these are girls who are plenty old enough to know better. What, like they look girls like, my age? They, they're girls your age, yes. Uh-huh. They look... I would say they're mid, mid to late 30s. Okay, let, one last one here. If you had one thing to say to Gronk, what would it be? Fuck me hard in my vagina. Oh. What about the ass? Or the ass. Oh my you've god. You've never done you know you've never done that before though, right? You haven't done butt stuff. She I've done butt stuff. Oh my This is what the girl gave in an god. interview for. I've done oh my I'm not even repeating that. <laughs> no, and I'm sorry, I didn't really I forgot how graphic it got there. Oh no, it's fine, uh, I just didn't want a sound bite of me saying that. That's That is what the grunk cruise was. That woman is never going to live that down. Well, actually, judging by that, I don't think that she cares too much. I don't think she cares. Wow. So there it is. The Gronk Cruise. And that's what happened. That's what everybody missed out on. So. Okay. Yeah, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. That is just disturbing. It's... Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. And they paid money for that, too. Oh, yeah. They paid a lot They paid of money 800 bucks a piece to be on that thing. Jesus. Okay. Well, that happened. Cruise. Hey, they, everybody volunteered to be there. Mm, be no, they spent money. I mean, they, they paid they to do to that. Be. 
Out of everywhere in the world, they wanted to be there. Yep. Saved up their $800, so like, mm-hmm. okay, I could, you know, get a new car with this, or like, you know, put a down payment on a car, or a house, or something. Nope. Yep. Want to go for the maybe chance. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. I want to say hello to our friend Chris, who's been sitting in here with us today. <laughs> Christopher Walsh is in here with us. Christopher Walsh! <laughs> he gave us salutes. <laughs> um, let's see, coming up uh, later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network, we'll be guys and balls at about 7.30 p.m. That is uh, wonderful sports programming right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm not sure if McMahonhorn is doing a show or not, but we will find out. Stay tuned to Stay find tuned. out. Stay tuned. That's a guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> Big thank you to um, H&R Block, of course, sponsoring Fun Employment Radio. And don't forget, Thursday. So two days from today, Thursday, February 25th, we would really like to see everybody come out and hang out with us at the Landmark Saloon. We've got a Facebook invite up. Mm-hmm. So if you're here in town, just go to our Facebook page and click confirm that you are going because that uh, helps us kind of plan for it. And it is going to be so much fun. It's going to be great weather. And that's this Thursday, Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night, brought to you by Pass Blue Ribbon at the Landmark Saloon. Looking forward to seeing you there. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Welcome. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.